0: <laughs> <That's really laughs> I imagine.
1: You're listening to Still Nil Nil with Tom and Will.
2: It's still no 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 no, it's still no no with Tom and Will With Tom, I'm well, 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 well It's still no no no, no It's still no no with Tom and Will With Tom, I'm well, 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 well It's still no no no, no It's still no no with Tom and Will With Tom, I'm well, 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 well It's still no no no, no
0: It's still no no with Tom and Will With Tom, I'm well, 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 well Hello and welcome to another episode of Still No Nil with Tom and Will. We've been away for a couple of weeks, but we finally got our act together and we're back. It's not just me.
1: Yeah, Wednesday we're as
0: here as well. Have you been?
1: Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Not too bad at all. I yeah. like that I
0: asked that, like we haven't slept like, the last yeah. two weeks. <laughs> Stuck in the same Stuck house together. Stuck in the same together. household together. But <laughs> yeah. Um, how, how have X's been getting on?
1: Uh, mixed bag. So we... Lost our unbeaten run on Saturday after me bragging about it the week before, as always happens, yeah. We lost to Oldham 2-1, but to be fair, Oldham scored probably the best free kick, well I say I've ever seen, I didn't see it until the highlights obviously, but it it was an incredible free kick. It was pretty remarkable. It was Roberto Carlos style, Yeah, 40 yards out, unbelievable. So yeah, to be fair, if we were going to lose, that was probably the goal, we should lose too. But that's then a on a cliche, um, cliche, isn't it? Yeah, it is a massive cliche. If you lose to
0: quality, I can hold my hands up
1: to it. <laughs> just, you, you can't you, do anything about that. Yeah, exactly. That's what they say. But yeah, on Tuesday we made it up in style. We were six one win. Six one. Apparently that's the first time we've won by five goals since like nineteen ninety three or something. So um yeah, sore off Colchester. Not
0: bad, not bad week two weeks in the life of exercise. Not too
1: bad. Ups and downs. How about yeah. how about Crystal Palace? Uh
0: well we had international break, which was possibly the, the most sorry the most pointless international break that's ever occurred um, I, I I saw something how the, like the viewing figures were like the lowest ever for like an international game between like Germany and Turkey um, yeah it was just pointless wasn't it so Palace didn't play and then lots of injuries and stuff um, across the football world but then we played what Burnley on Monday night which we watched together yeah, which was, was a predictably boring, boring. A, yep. predictably boring and we lost that 1-0 and we're then straight back on the TV again tomorrow for some reason against Newcastle which I hide out ho- hold out
1: no hopes for goals equally as, as boring well. quite it's low
0: got 0-0 written all over it <laughs> we managed to play some football didn't we <laughs> we did with yeah. a tennis ball yeah with a <laughs> tennis come, ball come to bit um, of nutmeg rush
1: yeah a bit of nutmeg rush that was what we spent an evening doing we are like 8 years old again or something yeah you got nutmeg quite a few times yeah. I was pretty proud of
0: that one normally it's me that gets nutmegged every single game um, but in the world of football, um, probably the biggest news since we last did an episode was the sad passing of um, Diego Maradona, of course, which has sort of been dominating the headlines. So we thought on that note we'd have a, a quick discussion about the best footballers we've ever seen play live. Uh, I'm quite looking forward to hearing Will's because following yeah. following Exeter City, I'm I'm picturing. Like, I think I said the other day, like, Clinton Morrison or someone being the best football you've ever seen. <laughs> Two different worlds, this, yeah. So, who who would you say the best football um,
1: Other than me, obviously. Other than you, oh, it's a tough one. Um, <laughs> well, obviously, there's only probably, I've seen Liverpool play to twice. Yeah. So, it's the best player we've had. Then the second time they played in, like, an under-18s te- under team. So I think the best player from the first game, Luis Suarez, played against us. Mm-hmm. But you know that's only because I was told he was a good player. If you know what you I mean, be, you wouldn't have been able. To I pick wouldn't. Him out I of wouldn't have crowd. picked him out of a crowd otherwise. I think he scored. Yeah. I think he's one goal against us. Um, but from watching week in week out, I think my favorite player, which isn't really the same question, but it's Jamie Curiton. Jamie <laughs> just because. <laughs> The, yeah, I don't know. He was the player that when I first started watching Exeter, he scored all of our goals. And he, he did make it look relatively easy, particularly as he was like 35 at the time. Mm. He's still playing. He's like 42 now or something. Who does he play for? Uh, too, too, too I think he plays level, for yeah. like a local Essex. Side. Yeah. I think it's Bishop Stortford. I bet he's still... He played I that's not like your
0: away day. No, m. it's not. I haven't ruined it, away. it.
1: But um, he, was, he just made it look easy. He, mm. he didn't do any of the kind of like hard work, so to speak, with, like, tackling. He just literally sat just on the last there. defender yeah. and just the ball was played through and he just broke the offside trap straight through, scored almost every time. Easy. Um, but, yeah, since then, we've had... I mean, I've seen... Fizz, Jaden Stockley was a great player. He went on to Preston, yeah, though. He, he was actually very good for us. He scored, like... I think he had the best goal-scoring record in England for a whole season. Um Went Fair on enough. to Preston, where he sadly hasn't done a huge amount since, which is always a bit gutting when you know how good yeah. they would have been if they stayed. And then obviously Ollie Watkins and Matt Grimes, I think, the two others. Matt Grimes particularly, when he first played for us, like his range of passing was just mm. incredible. A bit
0: sad for him that he hasn't gone on to.
1: Well, you say that. He had a bit of a sticky patch. He ended up, I think, on loan at Northampton at one point, but he's captaining Swansea now. So To be fair, it's not bad, you know, is it? Who not knows? Bad. Yeah, they could uh, make a push for the Premier League. Mm. Who knows?
0: What I always think is when I... You know you were saying how um, Suarez didn't look that much better than anyone else. I always wonder what the difference is between like... Like how much difference is there between like non-league and Premier League? Because mm. you look at like someone like Vardy managed to step up. Is there just like hundreds of players that are actually just as good as people? But just aren't given the chance. Yeah. I'd also really like yeah. to play against a professional footballer just what, to see, just to see how, just good. how good it is. Because me and Will play a lot of football together on like five a side and stuff. And sometimes you come across people that you're like, yeah. oh my God.
1: The, the last game <laughs> oh we... My God.
0: like you just can't get near. There them. was
1: that French guy, wasn't it? The last game we played, he was unbelievable. Um... Like annoyingly good, and everyone was just trying to like basically take him out of the game because he was just. I don't remember him specifically, uh, but there's been lots of players yeah. like
0: that. Which it's it's one of those where you play against him and start to question why I bother playing football. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> just know that you'll never get to that level, and <laughs> despite never, playing never, every, never every, as good as play that. like four times a week, and never get any better.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Um,
1: How about yourself though?
0: Um, probably similar, like someone like Salah or like Van, I guess like everyone loves Van Dijk at the moment, don't they? So I'm just going yeah. for the cliche responses um someone less cliche when N'Golo Kante played against Palace for Le- for Leicester in the mm. season they won the Prem he was unbelievable um like you could really notice how good a player he was um I'm trying to think who else you know I've, the thing is because we've been in the Prem I've seen loads of like as you have seen loads of good players mate <laughs> but as you say it's sort of all they all just meld into into one after a certain point I'm, I'm trying to think who's really stood out yeah um Jermaine Defoe always scores against us. Oh, he's scored quite a few against x too, as well. Just it just reminds me of that thing that he used to say about his his mindset. It's, not, to have. it's not if, if not it's, when, not. If when, if you it's when you score. Words that are always bringing in your ears yeah. when you go on the five-side pitch.
1: Always <laughs> say that to myself before inevitably not scoring.
0: <laughs> I don't think I could say he's the best player I've ever seen. But but anyway, yeah, you know, sad, sad Parson of Maradona, obviously one of the greats, but not someone that I've really seen...
1: I like the I, way I use Maradona as an excuse to talk about Jamie Curious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe
0: not, not quite. Not quite parallel. Not, not quite the same Almost. Going. Anyway, um, we say we won't talk about football too much, will we, so that people that don't like football can also enjoy it. So, should we move on to our first football-related, but segment that anyone, yeah. can, anyone can enjoy, we or at least football we it. like to believe, which is... Um, our way there segment. Sitting on a
1: coach of a train I'm gonna see my team play away For now down it's only half time It really makes me wonder why Just sitting on a coach of a train Wasting time Not good, is it? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to uh, take you on a train again, obviously, mm-hmm. as most away days start. And this train is going to be leaving Paddington. That's your first clue. Yeah. Get yourself kind of geographically orientated okay, there. Okay, so it's different
0: stations. So just to explain, if you haven't listened before, we're recreating the magic of an away day. Yeah. And Will is going to explain to me some clues for where I'm going on this away day without telling me where it is. Yeah. And, yeah, at the moment I'm losing because I got my one really yeah. wrong and you got and i got right my
1: bang on me. last week Rothering. yeah so, okay paddington so it's paddington That's a good it's, clue already it's a 9 33 a.m train okay a little bit later yeah and it takes you 56 min- minutes to get to your away day so that gets you in at about 10 29 in the morning
0: okay well i know, um, I know the paddington line pretty well because we used to go to bristol <laughs> evening, now. so i used to get that train a lot i okay. feel like i should okay. be in a good position for this
1: and you you get off at the station, yeah. and obviously your first port of call is the local Weatherspoons.
0: <laughs> it's going to we, we're trying to get some
1: sponsorship here.
0: Yeah, yeah, a running theme.
1: So the local Weatherspoons goes by the name of the Sir Daniel Arms. Sir Daniel. The Sir Daniel Sir Arms. Daniel. Um, and I haven't bothered figuring out what the price of, price of a pint in okay, there is because fine. I reckon it's probably fairly similar. Yeah. To what we pay here. Um and yeah, so you go in as you're waiting for your pint, you read one of those. Helpful information boards that they have on local weather spoons to uh, kind of yeah. culture the uh, local drinkers, uh-huh. and it tells you that the pub is named after the man who first proposed that some important railway works were bu- were built in this town. So these railway works what made this town from a village yeah. to a town or city that it is today. Um, and you read on further, and you find out that the position of the town mm. is rumored to have originated from this man sharing a coach journey with a famous engineer, famed okay. for his top hat and cigar smoking okay, qualities. I don't know
0: who that engineer is.
1: And when deciding on where to place the railway works, mm-hmm. the engineer threw a ham sandwich out of the coach and it landed where this town or city is now built today.
0: Wait, so wait, let me get straight. Yeah. One, all of this information is plastered <laughs> on on a <laughs> wall. And two they're on it so they to decide where to build this to decide town. where to build this town. Ta- they knew they, they needed to build out the, they, knew, build the they knew
1: they needed to build the railway works alongside the train line somewhere right, okay so on the train they just threw a ham sandwich out on one of their journeys and it landed yeah. in a little village and they built this town slash city around the village that, and it grew into what it is today
0: is that like a old wild state i style, don't actually,
1: know I, I don't know i think that's kind of it's it's commonly told. Mm,
0: okay, interesting. Right. Um, I don't I know if it's actually ideas true so or not. Far, but I couldn't, couldn't pinpoint an
1: area. So um, after having your uh, weatherspoons breakfast mm-hmm. um, and a few drinks, you decide to have a look at the museums. So yeah. you have a quick Google, and you find out that the only real decent museum is about the railway as well. Okay. So am of a theme museum because yeah. you gave me a railway uh, that's related true. one that in, the is first, true. in the first one. So you yeah. decide not to go to the museum, <laughs> because yeah. you've learnt everything you needed off the Weatherspoons wall anyway. <laughs> um, so you get in a cab to get yeah. to the ground, and as you get in the cab, the taxi driver is singing along to the smash hit Making Plans for Nigel <laughs> by the 1970s band XTC. Okay. So uh, you compliment him on his lovely singing voice, and he yeah. tells you that he only likes local music. <laughs> nice, nice. There we okay. go. See? So that's a local band. So that's XTC. A lo- XTC. Yeah. Right. Uh, and as you're driving along in the taxi, uh, you look out the window and you notice a number of birds flying around. Yeah. Seagulls, swallows, and yeah. robins. I wonder if uh, there could be a clue there. <laughs> He's given it to me. Have I? Uh. He's given it to me. Yeah. And the last clue, uh, you're asking the taxi driver just about the local culture and heritage. Yeah. And you're asking if there are any nice statues to see. Yeah. And he says, uh, you're unlucky because if you'd come a few months earlier, mm-hmm. you would have found a statue outside the ground of a recently famous BBC Three personality.
0: BBC Three personality? Yeah. But they've got rid of
1: it? It's been got rid of. It was a pop-up statue.
0: Oh, Interesting. I think who the BBC Three personalities are.
1: So that's Stacey that... Dooley. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Would they do to stand I don't know. I have
1: <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Um, but yeah, that's it. That that that's it. That's, that's your, the whole thing. That's your away day. You go, you lose 4 okay. 0 and you get back on the train.
0: So I'll do what we normally do and and take us through where my head was at throughout that. Yeah. So Paddington, immediately, you know, I'm thinking Reading. I'm thinking Didcot. I'm thinking <laughs> Oxford. I think maybe is. Um, is on that line, I think, or similar. Um, Reddin's too close; takes less than fifty-six minutes to get there, so I'm out. Just of that cross line. that one out. So then I was left with Didcot, really. Okay. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't think of the that other. That famous away day. I then couldn't think of the other places on the line. Um, I very much enjoyed the railway hand sandwich story, but I can't say it shed any light. Yeah, me. I didn't
1: think that would help. I'm
0: assuming it was um Isingbard, Kingdom Brunel, but I can't think of who the Daniel is. I don't think my my level of history knowledge is um, it was out. Kingdom, um, but I've got to say I was I was struggling but the thing that gave it away for me mm. was the Robins ah. um, because I believe the Robins is the nickname of a certain league oh god are they league two or one now they're league one The league one um, a certain league one side <laughs> who formerly were managed by Pablo Pablo de Canio at one point in their in their illustrious history so i believe i believe the answer is swindon town
1: bang on yes Yes, you got it i'm a bit annoyed i gave that to you with it i was hoping that like the seagulls might throw you towards brighton or something oh so that was what you yeah Uh,
0: okay no but i knew brighton was a different line Uh, okay Um, i also wouldn't have known that um what was that band ecstasy XTC.
1: Yeah. Yeah, which you did play me the song before i've never actually realized that ecstasy is x i thought it was XTC. I mean, maybe it that is. That makes sense. Maybe no, they, that makes complete maybe sense. Um, maybe it was just um, a coincidence. And do, you didn't have any idea about the BBC Three statue. Uh,
0: I can't think who a BBC Three person. Reggie Yates. No, it States was um, are the only people. I can think That was there.
1: Kerry Mucklow from this this country. Ah, oh, um, They oh, built a statue because she's a big it? Swindon. I think she won it. She wore a Swindon she town. She wore a Swindon town shirt like constantly. to the Baftas. Oh, did she? she
0: yeah. Ah. Oh. oh, very good. Well, uh, another good, good. Um, good away day segment now i think enjoyed that i think that the difficulty with this is is finding subtle enough clues yeah subtle enough without clues. without then just giving it away with the last one yeah maybe yeah. what we could do in future is just have like harder clue yeah and then we could build but it you could get and it if, you get, if you get it after only two yeah. two
1: clues you get 10 points five mm. points after three clues and none after four that could work that could but work
0: anyway i hope you enjoyed that at home I hope some of you got got the correct answer um, and maybe maybe some of you would have even got it before the Robins one, because as I said, that was a, that's the one that gave it away. To got me. any
1: big ecstasy 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 fans in the house? Maybe. Uh, what, what kind of are they? Seventies or eighties? Seventies, I'd say. Seventies, yeah. Yeah. Before our time, innit. Before our time.
0: Anyway, that was away
1: days. Sitting on a coach of a train, I'm gonna see my team play away. It's only half time It really makes me wonder why Just sitting on the coach of a train Wasting time
0: (laughs) Not good, is it? (laughs) Cool, so we thought next up, considering we were talking about away days again, we thought we should uh, talk about the news that fans are finally going to be allowed back into league football, I guess, because yeah, they have been allowed football. in non-league football, haven't they? I think, I think so, yeah. In some some games. Yeah, they have. Um, just before we talk about it briefly. I wonder, do you think you'd go with the current mm-hmm. restrictions? Because it doesn't sound... I think, to be honest, for Exeter, it'll probably be more fun. Well... Because you're not in... So you're allowed, what, 2,000 in Tier 2 and 4,000 in Tier 1. Yeah. So, like, for Exeter, all half of your capacity. But, like, 2,000 fans in side sellers park it's just gonna yeah be like, yeah it'd be ridiculous it'd be like pointless basically wouldn't it but maybe an extra it won't feel so weird
1: i don't know though i was thinking about this so i'm not sure whether they'll allow us in the big bank or not where mm. obviously the big bank is our big standing stand yeah and i was thinking they may just keep us in seats because obviously then they can spread everyone out you have your set position to sit in you can't like drift from that yeah they probably will um and in that case two thousand fans. fans think our capacity is like Eight and a half-ish. Mm. Um, it's just not going to be much fun, is it? Like they're tri- no. <laughs> they're trialing it against Northampton in the Papa John's Trophy, which I mean, that says it all. The yeah, fact that,
0: that is now called the Papa John's. I know, trophy.
1: and that yeah. would that would have had an under two thousand attendance likely anyway. Yeah. But at least um, they would have
0: all been packed together. Yeah, at least they would have been packed
1: maybe. together. And to be honest, yeah. I kind of want to just go back when it's back to normal and you can so you properly can one, enjoy it. you can and have that day of being you like, go oh, in, this is my first yeah. game back. Like, I feel like yeah. this isn't really fans returning. This is fans starting to return. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah. first day that they remove all restrictions and like they pack the place, that will be the day that I want to be back there. Yeah. I think it will be a bit sad to go back there now and just be mm. kind of, Stood three meters away from the nearest fan, yeah. With like everyone wearing face masks yeah. or whatever. Are you a, I
0: think I read that you're not allowed to like sing. Uh, yeah. I don't is that know. True? I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I wouldn't be surprised if they
1: have everyone wearing face masks inside the stadium though, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, well, I, maybe not because it's indoors, but I just think I, it's not really why you go to football, is it? To well, like no, be exactly. Stood away from everyone, like yeah, in part silence. Of, part
0: of it is being part of that community of like a of of a fan group, isn't it? Yeah. I think if I got. So, because I've got a season ticket now for this year, um, although I can start getting refunds. If I get offered a place, I might go just to see what it's like, yeah. or just to say I've been to like, like one of these weird like footballing history, as yeah, they sort of. But yeah. um, equally, I don't, I don't think it'll be much fun. I'm not holding out higher hopes for it. Yeah. Um, but you know, hopefully we can get back soon, um, and hopefully we can go on an, an actual away day together again. That would be really nice. We've done yeah. a few, a few together, and they're always fun. And now that we live so close to the Emirates Stadium... Yeah, we
1: have the Emirates literally just behind us, basically. That would have been a
0: perfect away day to see Palace beat Arsenal. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, we thought we'd just talk about that quickly before we move into our next segment, uh, which is going be a return from last week. We hope you enjoyed it last week. We felt we felt it was pretty pretty fun, pretty enjoyable segment. But who knows? Maybe you didn't. <laughs> but if not, you're going to have to listen to it again. So this one is... Um, We just called it superstition in the end. Yeah, we we did. So, this one is superstition. Very superstitious. Free match
1: rituals. Every place got one. It's sizes big and small. When you believe in things that you don't understand, you've got a.
0: Pre-Match Ritual. Right, so if you weren't listening to our previous episode, um, the idea of this segment is that I'm going to give Will... I've got four written down. I might do four, I might only do three. Um, A a series of superstitions, so pre-match rituals that, that footballers... Um, or managers or other people related to to, to football go through before a game, um, and then Will's got to guess which one is true. And, sorry, which two are true and which, which one is, one is false. So, um, you know, I'll do three this week because I'll save I'll save one of them save for one. a later week. So Four. we've got one well-known name this week and two names that you probably haven't heard. Okay, of. just to throw me um, off, throw you off exactly. So the first one I'm going to go with you probably heard this name is. David James, yep. third former. Well, we pay for lots. Didn't he? Walk past Walksnerf. him in Exeter once. Actually, walk past him. Yeah, walk yeah. past him. Yeah.
1: What was he like? I just just looked at him and thought, yeah. I know that guy. See, he's interesting,
0: man. I think he's gone bankrupt, hasn't he? He has. He yeah. sold off all of his stuff recently. Yeah. Um, I don't know why he went bankrupt, but um, anyway, um, not only not needed does he have money troubles, he seems to have some some strange some strange rituals as well. <laughs> Um, Sorry, David James. Um, He would, before a game, go into the urinals. So the urinals of the changing room, I assume. Um, He would then wait until they were empty and spit on the wall. (laughs) That was it.
1: That was it. (laughs) He'd spit on the wall. They had to be empty.
0: Apparently. I don't know if that was part of a superstition or just out of embarrassment uh, of it. But, yeah, kind of weird. Um,
1: No one's ever witnessed him do it then, because no one's ever in there
0: that's a good point so this is just all coming from so it com-
1: must be coming from his own mouth you must have admitted this
0: or my own mind
1: or your own mind who knows yeah so that's very good point that's
0: david james's bizarre um spit based ritual <laughs> <laughs> next we've got
1: that can be the name of the podcast yeah.
0: <laughs> next we've got sergio goy cochia okay so he was an argentinian goalkeeper so this isn't strictly pre-match, so I'm already okay. drifting, deviating I'm already slightly, deviating from the idea of the, the segment. But um, so this is actually pre-penalty shootout. Okay. And he believed that it was good luck for him to urinate on the pitch before every penalty shootout. <laughs> <laughs> so he, I think he did this um, at one point, and it worked. So. He continued to do it again, so he continues
1: to urinate on the pitch. So have you got any details as to how he got away with that? Like
0: Um, so this was maybe from a long time ago, so maybe that's why they were less well, when they, were... they were like less hot on <laughs> less urination. hot on urination.
1: <laughs> Back in the good old days. Back in the good old days, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll catch my okay. salad doing that. Um
0: and then the last one is once again I've I've um I've kind of gone away from the script. and this isn't even a footballer. But he does work for a football team. So this is Fran Milano, who is uh, the physio for Real Betis. So Real Betis in, in Liga. So cool. this is quite a weird one. But basically, he won't watch the match. So yeah. like he'll sit in the dugout. And they've even had to like make him like a specific chair that's like to face from the pitch. Because I think this one is quite good because a lot of us think this. Because he, at one point, um, they were 2-1 down to so their bit of rival Sevilla. And he just happened to be faced away for like their two winning goals, so they came back. And, like he just happened not to be looking for whatever reason, um, and then just ran with it and decided he wouldn't look again. And then they like hit some form, um, and yeah, so now he has like a specially made seat in the dugout, um, which is I guess because he's a physio, just about doable. if it was a manager, it'd be how probably ridiculous not is possible. that? But um, I thought that was quite good because you know we've all we've all done that. We've all yeah. left the room. You know, when we're watching it, come from, make a cup of tea or something and they've scored and we thought, oh, oh, maybe I should maybe I just leave the room just again. leave the room again, yeah. It's human nature. Have you ever had it so where I can you think... can understand that one from Fran.
1: Have you ever thought about the actual act of you being a game could somehow affect the result? Like you could catch the player's eye at one point and put him off or yeah. something like that. That, I, that goes through my head sometimes. It goes through my head a
0: lot in... Because if I miss a game, I'm always, like, gutted Yeah. to, to not be there. So, like, part of me is like, oh, but... But part of me is like, ah, if I had been been there, maybe we would have won. So it's good, but it's just not true, is it? (laughs) Well, you you (laughs) might
1: have like tripped up the ball boy at one point on the way in, and then he would have like not got the ball back as quickly, and then you know, you never know. It's like the butterfly effect, isn't it? It's the butterfly effect.
0: I think more that's just people, yeah, trying to justify (laughs) arrogance, basically, of like, yeah, my presence is really going to (laughs) affect affect the scoreline here. Like,
1: Tom's not here. We'll we'll, we'll lose six 0 now.
0: Um, but yeah, I definitely think that's someone that pe- something that a lot of people think. But anyway, so yeah. Three, okay. Three so we've, strange got, we've got rituals there.
1: David James spitting. Yeah. We've got the Argentinian goalkeeper weeing, and we've got yeah. the Real Spanish Betis physio therapist. not looking. Not
0: looking. Not watching the game. Okay.
1: Um, I believe the not looking one. Mhm. Because I I can genuinely see that being a thing. Although that would be really annoying to spend your entire career. Yeah. <laughs> as a physio for a football team and not actually just get to watch any football. Sorry. Yeah, it would be. And also, I would have thought that would affect his, like, the way he can do his job, actually, mm. thinking about it. Because you'd think you'd need to see the injuries happen to, mm. like, have an idea of what's happened. I imagine he's just,
0: got, like, a team that's not... just, it's like, not everyone
1: explaining yet. to him what's just <laughs> happened. That'd be quite annoying. So, now I'm starting to talk my way out of that now. Mm. But then, David James spitting. Oh, I don't know. That one just seems really specific. Also, yeah. what happens if he's playing in the FA Cup to a team that doesn't have urinals or, like, a... Smaller surely team. every,
0: surely every, every team has know. a toilet.
1: <laughs> well, they might just have toilet, but not urinals. Mm, maybe just spits on the wall. And then the Brazilian goalkeeper. I, okay, I, uh, no, Argentinian. Argentinian sorry, yeah. I'm gonna go with the Argentinian goalkeeper just because I don't the, think as the, lie. as the lie. I don't think at any point in history would mm-hmm. it have been acceptable to just have a wee on the pitch. Cool. Is that your final? That's my final. Locked line, in. So locked in. Right, give me another drum roll.
0: You were wrong, oh, wrong this week, I've got you, who I've was got it? you. And I'm well happy with that one, um, the lie was Fran Milano, the physiotherapist, oh really, yeah. oh, I thought that was
1: the most believable Completely one He made though. that up, he's made up name as well, and he's real, oh okay, so, he's real
0: You know, the key thing when you're lying is to Keep have it as close to the. Fat. so I looked up yeah. the name of their physiotherapist, just in case that. I'd known who
1: the physiotherapist yeah, it's, was, it it's Fran Milano,
0: <laughs> um, so no, it wasn't Fran Milano so, yeah, David James does do that, along with quite... I think he does quite a lot of bizarre things, um, mm, bizarre which man. I can't remember off the top of my head. And then Sergio, yeah, so apparently... So I've got it here. He um, he did this first in the 1990 World Cup quarterfinals against Yugoslavia. Wait, he got away worked. with just weeing yeah. on the pitch. He non- then did it... 1990?
1: 1990. It's not even that long ago.
0: I know. But maybe he did it without them realising. I don't know. It'd be He's hard to. Like, yeah. And he then did it again in the semis. Um, but... Interestingly, West Germany were awarded an uh, 85th minute penalty in the final. Mm. Um, and it says here from the article, Kokia either got stage fright or had an empty bat- bladder. And yeah, and um, Germany scored. So, oh, that so was maybe the superstition was real. Maybe, we go. maybe it did make a difference.
1: To but, be yeah. fair, if you were about to take a penalty and then the goalkeeper just started having a way, you'd probably be slightly put off. Yeah,
0: I think he probably got away with it because it was a penalty shootout and like, there was a uh, lot of stuff yeah. going on. He could have just gone. Gone to like the corner of the pitch, whereas I guess before you that can't was really just about to be taken. Yeah, you but can you just can, do it on the goal. You can't really
1: get it? away with it in a stadium full of like seventy thousand people. Well, not. no, but maybe
0: who knows? Maybe who they knows? were more accepting oh. of public urination back in the day. Back you know, in the nineties. The <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, so that was um superstition.
1: Where are they now? Where are
0: do you remember Jeff Whiteley of course yeah. yeah. former Manchester City Cardiff and Sunderland player
1: great player yeah, yeah
0: brilliant he's now a used car salesman where are they now where are
2: they
0: now <laughs> nice right so in a change to our normal proceedings uh, this week I'm actually going to do the non-league story of the week which is, I think, the first time I've ever done it.
1: Yep, I think that is too, yeah. yeah Taking the torch I'd off me.
0: Pull my weight a little bit more. So, for this week's non-league story of the week, I'm going to take you to Lewis FC. Or is it oh, Lewis? Oh, Lewis. Lewis, yeah. I can't I, remember how it's pronounced.
1: The uh, Exeter City's one of our best ever players, David Wheeler. Well, I say best ever players, in my opinion. Used to play for Lewis.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, Really? I did, yeah. He was good for you, wasn't he? He was, he was
1: yeah. I think he scored in eight consecutive games, more than any other player in history. I
0: think I even saw him play live. Did I you? Oh yeah, you FFC, did. Yeah, He's him away. away. Great game. What a game. So I, I'm taking you to um, Luz FC. So they play in the Isthmian League Premier Division. Yep. Outside really badly. <laughs> lot. Um, and this actually came from a, a very wide-ranging interview with their with their chairman, which had a lot of sort of like. Vaguely amusing anecdotes. Um, so I took what I thought was the the funniest one. Okay. So they had a certain player, Dan Perry, on mm-hmm. the bench for this game. I can't remember who it was against. So he's called by his manager to get stripped and get changed because someone has pulled up with an injury. So he's midway through through um through getting changed, and he's got like his t shirt. He's trying to put it over his head. I think he's having a bit of difficulty doing doing so. As as I'm sure has happened to a lot of us. And as that's happening. Lewis start to break away, so they've got counter-attack going. So the manager starts shouting, Go on! Go on! Go on! Go on! And then Dan, who's got his shirt overhead, thinks the manager's talking to him. So he then runs on the pitch with the, with the t-shirt still on his head, like blindly, not knowing where he's going. Um, and then like obviously the referee sees it and has to stop the game and book Dan for entering the pitch, because it's like a unauthorised um, entry to the game. And their counter-attack obviously got, got stopped because I imagine it was a free kick to the other team.
1: What did, what did he think he was going to bring to the game by like just running on with it? A... I don't know. Maybe he was just
0: very scared. Of very... His <laughs> but, yeah. Quite a short one, that. But I thought it could lead nicely into another um, question I was going to ask you, which is putting you on the spot slightly. Mm. Um, but it, um, it tickled me a little bit, that one picture in that. And I just thought, you know, what's the funniest or most embarrassing thing you've seen or has happened to you on a football pitch? The thing is, I thought of these and I was like, I can't think of any, but I've got two that, you, that you've that you told me about that I thought were quite funny. The first one is when you um, tried to insult a player, but
1: the yes, game sort of quite yeah. a weak a week insult. So uh, uh, that's f- that was, I think, a couple, couple of years ago, or a year ago, a forest green away, basically. Yeah. we were um, Me and a group of friends were just kind of ragging on the winger who was yeah. running past us all the time. Um, and at one point I shouted his name, and obviously you never expect him to like turn around and just look at you. He called your bluff. Yeah, he called my bluff, <laughs> he, called me. bluff he, he turned be- around, and I was just stood like on the side of the pitch, basically, because you're so close to the grounds yeah. uh, to the ground at these places. And he just turned around, and looked me directly in the eye, and I just went, "You're bang average," like in a really <laughs> feeble voice. And he yeah. literally laughed at me, and most of the people sit around me laughed at me as well. And, yeah. Felt pretty pathetic then as well. That's what you get for trying to insult yeah, people. That's nice, it? Yeah, that's what you get. It's not he nice, is it? He taught me a lesson. taught you a lesson that day. The yeah. other one I
0: was thinking that made me laugh is when we were playing together in Bristol and um, someone rainbow flicked you.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> so someone literally, if, a, if you don't know what a rainbow flick is, it's basically kicking the ball over the opponent's head using your yeah. back of your heel. <laughs> um, so it's not easy to do. No, it's
0: not easy, especially in a game situation.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then he uh, told me that that was why he always played high. <laughs> so the guy wasn't even fully with it, and he yeah, still yeah. rainbow-flicked the ball over yeah. my head. Not only
0: has he, has he embarrassed you on the football pitch, he's, yeah. he's done it under the influence of a draft. <laughs> uh, that sort of me- famously out slows you down, yeah, exactly. <laughs> does not speed you up. But not that we would uh, condone the use of, of not at all. weed as a performance enhancement. Not at all, stuff. although it did work for him, definitely. It seems, well, yeah, it, apparently it did. <laughs> But yeah, th- those were those were the ones I was hoping you'd mention. Really put you on the spot with that. And I couldn't come up with any myself. Fair enough. So that that's it. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> really put you on the spot. But um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. That was non-league story of the week.
1: Non-league story of the week. It's the non-league story of the week. I don't think the chord is right, but anyway. Uh, I like the chord. Okay, now I think we're, we're due for the re- reoccurrence of another new feature, aren't we? Yeah. Um, so this is, it's probably my favourite new jingle. Is I it? was going to say my favourite ever jingle. Yeah, we didn't but... really
0: give it much fanfare last week because we made it not kind of like very quickly, not really yeah. planning to put it in, but then we, we really enjoyed it. So we but I think with,
1: anyway. yeah, with some of the greatest inventions in life, they're just kind of thrown up on the spot, aren't they? <laughs> Actually, I don't know if that's true. Or <laughs> yeah, too. along with what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what, what else? The internet? In? <laughs> was that made overnight? I don't know. Probably not. But um, yeah, this is Tatman.
2: He's a tap man.
1: Okay, so for anyone who doesn't re- remember this very basic concept, mm-hmm. basically what I've done here <laughs> is uh, trawled the club shops of the country and come up again with four pieces of the best and finest tat that they yep. have to offer. Um, four pieces this week. Four, we'll pieces, four pieces, yeah, again. lovely. And this is in the run up to Christmas.
0: Yeah, so this is, you know, we've said this already, but we really are providing service at this point we now because it's getting to the point where you really need to get those Christmas presents sorted. We are. And I it, certainly do. And so, as we get
1: close yeah. to Christmas, people inevitably get more desperate. Yeah. So these ideas come so from. The more tap they buy. They might have seemed laughable a week ago, but there might be legitimate options by next week. Lovely. All right, hit me with some tap. So your first piece of tap. Yep. Is a Middlesbrough FC branded tape measure. Tape measure. So this is yeah. Yeah. a standard. Is it one of those like yeah.
0: flippy tape measures where you've got like the
1: slightly metally ones? Yeah. The, yeah, and, and, and they, they lock. Can, like, fling, yeah. Lock yeah. It's one of those. Thinking. So I quality like tape measure. Yeah. Um, kind of your bread and butter for any toolbox. Yeah. But with middle, Middlesbrough branding on it. And is it just one? Because just a single that, one. Yeah. Just okay. a single one. Um, the second mm-hmm. piece of tap that I'm offering you is two. Two. man united bandanas oh, we're
0: back to man United dog what's a dog bandana
1: so it's like a little it's like bunting for a dog's neck basically right. you know well it's a bandana they're not designed by paul smith are they they're like, not they're designed by paul smith these, these are um not designer ones okay but yeah for any dog in need of i don't know showing his true colors with a bit of fashion that's yep. for them and there's two of them because i'm assuming you have two dogs um third piece of tat i'm gonna offer you is a Liverpool Football Club Hawaiian shirt. So this is a Hawaiian-style shirt. Horrific. It is truly awful. It's worse than it sounds. Yeah. But instead of Hawaiian patterning, it's just got like a, an around the kind of 360 display of Anfield. Oh. But it's um, Liverpool... Uh, but it's Hawaiian style. So you know what I mean when it's yeah. kind of like quite loose and like f- Disgusting. flimsy. Yeah.
0: yeah. Sounds horrible. Uh,
1: and finally, possibly my favourite piece of tat I've found... Yeah is a Newcastle United uh, branded T-shirt for Keith Beefy Roberts. So, I don't know he's who... Who's Keith Beefy ba- Roberts? Basically, Keith Beefy Roberts is a Newcastle United van, and you might have seen him on Match of the Day. They sometimes zoom uh, in on him. Uh, he's is he, I know who always exactly stood you're topless about. Yes. in the stands at Newcastle. That's his nickname. Yeah, of course and he has a massive beer belly, yes. and on that beer belly he has... N U F C yeah, tattooed I know, I know massively exactly on it. Who's on the... So this T-shirt is a baggy white T-shirt with a massive beer belly printed on the front of it with N U F C right tattooed on that. So beer it's a bit belly. like
0: those kind of aprons. It is that like, make you look naked. Yeah. It, yeah, So
1: it makes you look like you've got Keith Be- Keith beefy Roberts' beer belly who and tattoo. Wouldn't, who wouldn't want Keith beefy Robertson's No, who wouldn't, want that? No, who wouldn't want that? I think you know for any wedding or christening. It's yeah. just like your must-have piece yeah, of Man formal wear. Yeah, stick a Paul Smith tie around it as yeah. well. Yeah, <laughs> there you you're go. Golden. You're you're golden. Golden. Make sure you've got your tape measure and Hawaiian shirt over the top. Yeah. That's it.
0: Cool. Okay, for, I've got four say, items. These might be the tattiest pieces of tat we've had Particularly tatty. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know,
1: fit for any landfill.
0: Um, these, these last two, I'm surprised, are sold by the official club. They s- seem like the kind of thing that would be sold. You know, like have those people that are set up yeah outside the ground selling like half and half scarves and the, to be
1: honest the keith beefy roberts i just found it online i did it wasn't on the that's fine but yeah. um, it may well
0: not be an official it might not be an official piece of but, club
1: merch but then again it, it might be <laughs> but, but it wouldn't again, surprise it me yeah it um, always makes
0: me laugh about those half and half scarves is um so when you walk past the ground at the start it's like half and half scarves pounds, yeah, yeah. and then you get to the end of a game and they're like
1: Pound, <laughs> two pound. Two pound. Buy one, cars. get ten free.
0: Because they're obviously completely redundant after yeah. that game, because they're so like, emblazoned with like the date of that yeah, game, yeah. And, like exactly who you're playing. So. <laughs> You're just completely screwed if you haven't sold them out. Yeah,
1: I, d- I don't know why they. Oh, I just. I wonder yeah.
0: what happens to them all. What happens to all the old half and half scarves? There's just a warehouse somewhere I don't full, know, full of
1: them. There should definitely be like a kind of feature length documentary on that. I bet they make yeah. their way across the entire world, yeah. pretty much. Because I've got a few really bizarre ones at home. Yeah,
0: there's um, probably like someone in. Siberia, yeah, literally. Crystal Palace versus Burnley, half and half. The best
1: one I went to a game in Scotland, and it was Hearts of Midlothian in the Europa League Mm. first qualifying round versus Infonet. Or something, InfoNet. or something it's like, like, like that. No, no, no. It was like a Russian. It was like okay. a Russian second division team, yeah, and they yeah. were selling half and half scarves before then. Literally, as you say, about fifteen quid, yeah. and then after the game, down to two pounds each. I just take them. Like anyone. Yeah. Did you buy one? No, God no. Uh, Don't God, know. <laughs> Don't know what happened to them after that, but they're, they're still in existence somewhere. Yeah. I wonder um, where. Wonder where. But yeah. Anyway, those cool. four items. Okay. Give me the cheapest to the most expensive.
0: So I'm thinking i think if the dog bandanas by themselves would be the cheapest, but because there's two, mm. um, I'm not completely sure. I'm thinking Hawaiian shirt, if it's Liverpool branded, I think it's it's going to be coming in at like 25 quid, at least I'm putting for that. I'm thinking Newcastle Keith Beefy Roberts is probably quite similar as well. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking that's maybe like 20, 25. Tape measure, can't say I've ever bought a tape measure myself, so I don't really know how much the going rate is for a tape measure. I'm picturing somewhere, somewhere in the region of like 10 to 15 pounds, if that, I think maybe okay. even cheaper. So, and then the dog bandanas, similarly, like, maybe they're going to be like seven or eight quid each. So times two, maybe about 16. I'm really going in depth this time. You are, so aren't I, you. I think yeah. this is going to be close. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say Liverpool, Hawaiian shirt. I'm then going to say. As the most expensive. As the most expensive. Yeah. I'm gonna say Newcastle Keith Beefy Roberts As a second. branded T-shirt a second. Yeah. I'm then gonna say two times dog bandanas, and then coming in cheapest, I'm gonna say the Middlesbrough branded tape measure. how
1: well, you done? You've done pretty well actually. You're only one out. <sighs> so you're correct. The Liverpool yeah. shirt was the most expensive. I thought so. How, how much? Forty pounds. Forty pounds. Yeah. Ridiculous. And trust me, it doesn't look like it's worth over a quid. Yeah. If that. Um, Keith Beefy Roberts T-shirt. Fourteen mm-hmm. pounds. Fourteen. Yeah. Fair play. Makes you know. me yeah. At least that's affordable. He's a good man, yeah. An honest working man. Um the Middlesbrough FC, yeah. it's 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 a tap man first. It's fourteen pounds as well. Fourteen pounds as well. Yeah. Okay. So those two items are interchangeable. So okay, fair enough. So um oh, yeah, you have close. to make a decision there. If you've only got fifteen pounds in your pocket, you can only have one. What would you go for? Keith Beethy Roberts yeah. every day of the week. Yeah, I mean it's easy. whoever needs to measure contest, anything but God, to look like you had that belly. What I would pay. Um, one day. One day, day. One day you might get there. one. And the cheapest, it, I put two in just a three with the dog yeah, bandanas. But are they really cheap. £9.10 for two. Uh, fair enough. Which makes me think they might not be official, to be honest. But, mm. you know.
0: I thought they'd, you know, really put...
1: A the dog ain't going to know, that, is it? The exactly. dog ain't going to know.
0: Oh, very good. Another another good rendition of Tapman. That was the closest I've got so far, wasn't it? That was, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, get get that Newcastle Keith Beefy Roberts on your Christmas list. Yeah. I think... I think out of all of them, that's what I take.
1: It's actually given me quite a few quite a few secret Santa ideas, is that. <laughs> but yeah. I'm
0: sure that'll strike fear into whoever you're doing <laughs> Secret Santa with. Anyway, yeah, that was Tapman.
1: He's a Tapman.
2: Right, I believe
1: that uh brings us to the end. End that's of it. today's show. A longer one today. Actually, we've gone on
0: for forty-three minutes at God, this point.
1: Play dragging on
0: here. I know. I hope someone's managed to stay with us. Yeah, if you're far. still
1: with us, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. This is where we tell you the lottery numbers. <laughs> <laughs> like Darren Brown. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we know. The, we know the answer. Cool. Yeah. So that was uh, episode three of the new season. Hope you enjoyed it. Sorry. Um, sorry, it was a bit of a break for this one, but we were lazy. I'd we're say. lazy. Don't, we yeah. don't really have much. Other it excuse, is what it is. Is what it is. It's done now. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll try and get you another episode. Um, for next week, but I'm not going to make any promises. To be honest,
1: we'll do our best. I'm not,
0: we're not beholden to you.
1: These are strange, <laughs> uncertain times. Exactly. Who knows what could happen? Anyway,
0: enjoy, enjoy the, enjoy the, the jingle one last time, and uh, see, see you really next week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're listening to Still
2: Nil Nil with Tom and Will. Akhmero! it's still no 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 it's still no no it's on my will with tom i'm well 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 it's still no 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 it's still no no it's all my will with tom i'm well 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 it's still no 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 it's still no no it's Tom my will with tom i'm well 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 it's still no 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 it's still no no it's on my will with tom i'm well 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 well